Hey everyone, today is Friday the 29th of March 2019. This is The Gap episode 461. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Yoros here. How's your day going, Job? Um, yeah, it's cool. It's alright. We had a big night last night, so... And I had a big night the night before that. I had a big fucking weekend. I need a break from alcohol, I think. <laughs> right. You know, it's just... We need to see other people for a little while. Yeah. Uh, because fucking hell, I'm just... I'm dying over here. I know it's not gonna. I'm not gonna stop. But it's the weekend. I know that's the problem. Yeah, it's the weekend. If it was like Wednesday, maybe I could just take Thursday, Friday off. But <laughs> it's Friday. It's a fucking boom. I start drinking again in a couple of hours. <laughs> I don't have a choice. Uh, I am a party animal. Um, I'm like Slums McKenzie. I'm so tired. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Good stuff. Good week. What about you? Yeah, same. Uh, it's been busy. Mm. Capped it off last night with um, yeah, quite a bit of drinking, which is which is fun. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We might get straight into it, but first, something different. Um, we went to a a premiere of Pet Cemetery. Yep. An advanced screening. I think it's out next week on um mm. around the fourth of April. Um, sure. sounds about yeah. right. I figured we might just quickly talk about that, considering we sure. went. Yeah. Yep. Um, Let's go. Have you seen the original at all? Yeah, I saw the original way back in the day. It scared the shit out of me. Right. My dad used to be obsessed with Stephen King movies. Yeah. Uh, he's also terrified of spiders, so arachnophobia was the best movie to watch with him. Um, but yeah, we watched this one. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I, I've watched it recently for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I haven't watched it in fucking forever. I don't really remember it. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. It was just on TV or something like that. But right. it, it was in the last like five years that I've watched it for whatever right. reason. Might have been, it could have even been the first time. Um, but like in saying that, I don't really remember what happened in it. Like yeah. it wasn't a, a memorable film to me. Um yeah. Maybe it just didn't age that well, yeah. which could be why they felt the need to reboot it. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, it's it's been um, it's basically the premise. It's a horror film. It's about a family that moves into this town, and um, they find that they own like the town's pet cemetery where everyone kind of buries their pets. And anyway, um, weird shit starts to happen. Basically, yeah. Uh, it's, I don't, th- yeah, it's getting like a lot of rave reviews, this film, um, yeah. like a, a shitload. Uh, I personally think it's, it's fine. Like it's a fine film. Um, I think the problem was that I went in expecting maybe a bit too much out of it because of all the reviews it was getting. And that's probably one of those negative things where like we usually go into films not watching, like knowing anything about it or sorry, watching any film from it. And then... We don't watch any trailers. Right. We don't, yeah, like, it's... it's. I tend to avoid fucking literally everything I can uh, about a movie that I haven't watched yet, so I can go in completely blind. Yeah. But, yeah. And it and seems like, to happen quite a bit for me where, like, <laughs> you go into a movie expecting a bit, a bit too much, maybe, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, so... Well, I know for Star Wars, we've always had, like, a standing order of... You're not allowed, like, if you see it early, if you see it before everyone else, you're not allowed to say whether or not it's good or bad mm. uh, until after everyone's seen it. Because we all tend to see it, like, 
nearly at the same time. We'll all see it, like, basically, we'll do a midnight screening or something like that, but the last couple of years, Nate managed to sneak into a couple of advanced screenings, Mm. and I think you got into one, I got into one. And, yeah, you just don't want to, like, impact how people think about the film by telling it, oh, it was awesome, oh, it was the best thing ever, and then they go in expecting the best thing ever, and they get episode eight and <laughs> right. they bummed out um yeah like yeah I, I like i think that sort of happened with this i was expecting more than than what it was it was just sort of a fine horror movie like you said it was fine it was yeah. like it was it was you know it's definitely a horror film uh there weren't a lot of pets in it surprisingly lack of pets uh except that one fucking cats. cat that one cat uh, yeah like it had some good scares I had someone sitting next to me who was extremely excitable and they were freaking me the fuck out like it was every, everything was like ramped up to 11 uh, because they would like occasionally hit me in the fucking arm and it was like an a whole other fucking jump scare it was it was uh, one of those 4D movies you were getting yeah exactly <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was, that was different, but, um, yeah, like, I, I think it had some good bits, um, like, obviously we won't say them because we just talked about how we don't want to spoil shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I I think it had some good bits. It just, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, it was sort of just a bit by the numbers. Right. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, it's tricky to talk about because I think for horror films you never want to know <clears throat> much, you know. Yeah, I mean there were definitely moments like scary moments. You screamed at one point pretty fucking loud. That's <laughs> <Yeah, it's> true. <laughs> I did, yeah. uh, and on multiple occasions we're literally being like, "Oh god, oh no, what's gonna happen?" <laughs> yeah, something's uh, behind the door. I have not been handling gore very well recently uh gore in movies you know like splatter shit uh right i'm just not just i don't know it's it's freaking me the fuck out a lot more lately so uh yeah yeah uh every time i i anticipated some sort of hideous thing was gonna happen it, it'd get me a bit bit more but yeah Right, uh, I thought it was like there was good good acting the acting uh, yeah was excellent um yeah. jason clark uh, an Australian actor, um, yeah. John Lithgow, um, and the little kid as well mm. was very good. Like, there's this kid I thought was pretty one note. Like, I okay, this kid, whatever. Like, I didn't yeah. really rate her much. And then something happens in the film and like completely changes. I'm like, holy fuck, uh, this kid can act. I was thinking about it, and they must have cast her purely off that because yeah, she was. Or, you know, maybe she was directed to be pretty, I don't know, bland before then. But yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was a good one. John Lithgow being a fucking disheveled old man. Mm. All I could think about when he at, like right at the start was uh, Harry and the Hendersons though, when he's in the forest at the end. It's like we don't want you, right? Go away, leave, leave Harry. Yeah, that's all I could think about. It was. <laughs> A bit of a skewering of of the film, I think. But um, yeah, it was, uh, 
I think it's worth watching. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd rush out to the cinemas. There's a lot out at the moment that I think, like, I don't know, uh, Captain Marvel. I would go see that first. Uh, apparently Us uh, is out, but we haven't seen it. I think I'm going uh, tonight. Yeah, nice. Uh, I think I'm going tomorrow. Um, and then fucking Shazam hmm. is just around the corner as well. There's a lot of really good movies, so I think it's a bit too crowded to really go for this one but. I mean yeah there's two what two horror films yeah yeah anyway um I just want to talk about briefly the the pre-event they held it at a, oh, yeah. a cemetery um behind mm-hmm. the cinema and they had these creepy kids walking around yeah <clears throat> with like face masks on which is something that's that's in the film and all the yeah. marketing and whatnot um yeah and <laughs> Not pretty creepy, but the best part was when we got there, there there was this dog that ran past us and we're (laughs) like, oh, they've got like fucking animals here. And this dog looked like it was like Skeletor's dog or something. It It was was... fucking so fucking emaciated. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And then this lady walks past with it and they weren't part of the gig. She was just walking in the cemetery with her dog. Walking a fucking skeleton dog through a fucking cemetery yeah good lord it's fucking perfect timing uh yeah and then they got got us to walk to the cinema from the cemetery in a procession Mm. and the people of newtown were not fans they were not fans of like must have been 80 or so people taking up the fucking sidewalks in a big group because some of some of the other attendees were not terribly um aware of their surroundings and so they were sort of walking four abreast down a two-person wide sidewalk and and shit yeah you know just taking up the whole fucking thing casual pace uh so yeah people weren't thrilled but uh yeah still it was uh yeah that was an interesting way to kick things off uh an interesting way to like introduce uh the vibe i guess yeah so yeah, I felt a little bit weird about drinking in a cemetery, but I guess it's not that out of, of the ordinary. Uh, it's just usually for sadder reasons. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just trying to think about it before. Um, Jason Clark, I don't think I've seen him in a, like, where he's been bad in a film. Uh-huh. Like, even in Terminator, I thought, that, like, the reason that film wasn't like had problems wasn't because of him like i thought he was a good john connor yeah um like i thought he was awesome in like everest um yeah uh what was that other film um the one where they like raid osama bin laden's um compound zero dark 30 that's it i thought he was great like yeah i feel like everything i've seen him in he's been awesome (laughs) yeah he's pretty good um yeah, he's a, he's a good actor. But that's I don't know, there are a lot of good Aussie actors, like just generally good. I don't know what it is. It's weird. Yeah, must be home and away. They must they must teach you all all you need to know. Or neighbours, whichever one. One of those two. Yeah, the the crucibles of fine acting talent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I saw Melissa George in something the other day. All right. In, a, in a, a film I'm not sure it was in something I can't remember what it was like like was it she in like 
Blue Healers or something like that. Like one of those cop shows. I, well, I wasn't watching Blue Healers. <laughs> yeah, it's just going crack on the yeah, crack on the fucking Blue Healers reruns. Fucking <laughs> gotta get, gotta get straight onto it after I finish my country practice <laughs> yeah. sesh. Um, yeah, right. Anyway, video games. Video games. Uh, we got a bunch, it's, a lot here. We got shitloads. Which is um. Yeah, it's good. Where do we all start? Did you put Apex Legends down, or is that just on here permanently now? It's just on on permanently. Right. Um, it doesn't have to be. Um, obviously, we play more Apex, but we've talked about it a heap. Yeah. Let's, um, let's it sounds like uh, I, I don't know. If we've talked about it since they put the uh, the pass in. I think they have. It's been a, it's been running for about two weeks now. Um, yeah. I guess some good things that they're doing with that season pass is. There are like bonus, um, you can get bonus experience for, for playing certain characters. Um, right. So I think it was like, you can get 25,000 bonus experience if you play this character. Um, and, and then once you hit that, you've kind of got your limit and then you can go to the next one and do whatever. Right. Uh, yep. yeah, the good thing that they're doing is if you don't do that weekly progression, they're just increasing it to like, all right, this week now it's up to 50,000. So you don't necessarily have to like just blast through all of them. Um, right. You've got, it looks like they're giving you some time. They're just not resetting it, which is, I like that about it. Um, yeah. There's stuff in there that you can get that is free. Um, like you don't necessarily have to buy the pass. Like it's giving you free um, like drops or banners or certain things. Yeah. It's not, there's not like a, you know, a whole lot of incentive in there. I, I think that like the, progression for the the main um the main boxes and the main credits uh, credits has really slowed down quite a lot I, I don't think that's to do with like them releasing the season pass i just think it's like once you start getting into high tier levels it just really slows down quite a lot and it feels like it's quite rare whenever i get a, a like a loot box we've talked about it before i think it yeah. should be every ranking um every fucking level yeah yeah but otherwise, um, yeah, I mean, we've had some games with Octane. Um, yeah. I think he's fine. Like, he's an interesting character. It's just like a slightly shittier Pathfinder. <clears throat> sure. He is. Speed boosts uh, at the cost of health. Yep, okay. Uh, regenerating health while out of combat is fine, but... Uh, uh, yeah, his ultimate is a uh, team mobility type thing, mm -hmm. and yeah, he is basically pointless, or well, his abilities are ex like extremely situational, um, and almost worthless once you get to the final circles, like the final couple of teams, which is literally the same as fucking Pathfinder. Yeah. Like... Mobility focused, team based ultimates, useless once you get to the final circle. Um, well, not useless, but like, yeah, doesn't add anything to the mix, unlike any of the others. Oh, I guess Wraith, maybe. Unless she's, she's got escape ability. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, we, like, we've seen some good videos recently. Um, uh, there was one where, like, some dude, <clears throat> and it's something we were talking about while we were playing, like, yeah. oh, it'd be cool if you could like trick people into using it and just like fly them off the edge of the map. <laughs> yeah. uh, I saw one video where a Wraith 
puts down her teleport, like her portal. (laughs) And then on the other end is the jump pad and people are running through it and just like bouncing off the map. Um, which is, which is like another level to that whole (laughs) concept. There was the other one that I saw was, uh, it was the final circle and this dude put a jump pad out the front of a door. Um, and the, the whole entire team was like held up inside this little room. And then they all come running out of the room and all of them hit this jump pad and they go flying outside the circle. And it's like the, the last circle. Oh. And they're all just chunking damage at that point. But they all run over it, all of them. Yeah, all three of them it's hit so it. It's so good. bounce straight off fucking ledge. Spectacular. Uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, he's an interesting hero, but yeah. As you've already got one of your favorites, I, I don't know that he would necessarily replace anyone's favorite. Yep. Um, especially because they made Pathfinder way better. Sure. But yeah, um, cool. All right. All right, uh, Risk of Rain. Yeah, Risk of Rain. Um, I got told to play this a little, little while ago, a couple of weeks ago, because uh, I keep going on about Power Fantasy, right? Like this, uh, this rampant, uh, unchecked, uh, yeah, power accrual, uh, and yeah, uh, so like my brother who listens to the podcast. Hi, Liam. Uh, he said, oh, you should play Risk of Rain because it does exactly what you fucking keep whining about. I'm like, cool. Yeah, I've got it on Switch and uh, I've been playing it. I, I've said this before. I'm not crazy about the fucking triggers on the Switch. Um, and I remain not crazy about the triggers on the Switch, but uh, and Risk of Rain uses them as the primary like shooting buttons. But uh, nevertheless... It's not like you don't need any like analog control, fine control or anything. You just sort of tap in the buttons as much as you can. And uh, yeah, basically it's a roguelike uh, where you start in one area. It's like super zoomed out uh, and you start in an area and you're basically making your way through these levels. You've got to find a teleporter then teleporter takes you to the next zone. And each time what what's going on is you're finding chests you're opening these chests and when you like when you open the chest uh you get something but what you get out of it is like often absolutely ludicrous it'll be like it could be it could be anything uh like on the smallest level it could be enemies drop more gold uh which means you get more money which means you can open more chests you get more experience at the end of the level blah 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 or get an extra jump. Um, so then suddenly you can double jump. Right. Um, but it could be also like there's a chance that you'll fire a missile at an enemy. So suddenly there's a guided missile shooting out of your back. Or uh, what else is there? There was fucking ghosts. When you kill an enemy, they turn into ghosts. Uh, and these ghosts help they like bash shit up and kill things uh, and yeah you can just basically watch uh, watch as the ghosts do all the work for you you kill like 10 things and then there's 10 ghosts standing nearby to kill everything for you uh, oh, okay. enemies drop meat chunks uh, <clears throat> hmm. 
or you got a shield or blah 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 all these all these power-ups right sure what risk of rain does is all of these power-ups are random and it doesn't limit how many times you can get a power-up or i haven't seen it limited so far which means that you might get the fucking i played a game where i had fucking uh like quad jump instead of just double jump i could jump four fucking times and i had a jetpack so i could float down to the fucking ground like uh or i had a game where i had like four fucking missiles so i had like four chances for missiles to proc uh and like it was just missile city uh like yeah fuck tons of ghosts unchecked fucking health regen like i'm regening it faster than anything can kill me um like yeah the only reason i died is because i got like basically one hit um i hadn't leveled up enough that sort of thing like yeah it's uh it is 100 about like just unchecked power growth it is awesome it's really fucking cool like instead of balance balancing it like focusing in hard on this idea of oh it's it's so you know so perfectly balanced uh instead they just like resolve to throw more shit at you to try to overwhelm you uh and you are trying to stay alive by having as much insane shit as possible right uh which is yeah it's super cool uh, they announced at PAX East yeah. that Risk of Rain 2 is available yeah. um, right, right now. Uh, I bought it. It's in 3D. I haven't played it yet, but um, I bought it because uh, if you buy one copy, you get a uh, second copy for a friend. Oh, thank you. You're so nice. <laughs> oh, this guy. Uh, but yeah, I want to check it out. Apparently, it is it is literally just Risk of Rain, but in 3D. Um it's a good game like it's, it works really well on switch it's very like pick up and playable uh you can like just pause it and put it away and you come back and i haven't had any problems working out where the fuck i am in the world um yeah it's just this it's it's a really interesting take on the the roguelike genre because it's not trying to kill you uh to the same extent that others are <clears throat> yeah uh I feel like, uh, I don't know if it's necessarily Dark Souls influence or if it's, you know, that, that's some revisionist shit and the roguelike, actually, if I think about it, roguelikes have always been like hyper punishing, um, way back to, you know, rogue itself. Um, so yeah, this is a completely different take in that it doesn't feel super punishing. It feels like you are turning into this fucking... You've got like all these drones flying around you and they're like pissing fucking bullets out and there's ghosts of enemies you've slain coming along with you and you're fighting giant fucking monsters and shit like that and yeah it just it feels like a a game where you're just challenged to be as ridiculous as possible right and it does it really fucking well which is cool Yeah. yeah um yeah, it reminded me of, like, we've maybe talked about this before. I don't know if Jung has played it way back. Um, I was trying to have a look while you are talking, um, but yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't see it. Uh, 
Because it's an older Dunno. game. It was like a 2013 Dunno. game, um, and a very strange coincidence that <laughs> this yeah. morning they've announced the sequel. Yeah. yeah, I think they've diverted all the planes over the top of my house. I think that is what it sounds like is happening. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> that is insane. It's good. It's high quality. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Risk Rain, check it out. Or Risk Rain too, check it out. Yeah, if you buy it before the 30th, yeah, you get a free copy for a friend, which is pretty cool. Um, because it's got co-op, like four-player co-op. So right, yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, all right. Well, also talking about uh, PAX East, they um, a, a bunch of other games were announced there as well. We had the. Do opt- you not respect the news concept? Oh, yes. Never mind. I thought you were going somewhere else with it. No, we'll get there later. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Um, My bad. We we got to do something cool. We got to check out a bunch of them um, mm. before they were announced, which uh, which was super handy. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we, we, we had the, the chance to, to play a bunch of them um, so that we could talk about them a bit better. So should we go through the list here? Um, let's start off with the one that I thought was probably least exciting. Um, Gato Roboto. Did you oh, yeah. check this out at all? Did you play it much? No, I didn't play it. Yeah. I didn't play it. Uh, I saw you playing it and I thought it didn't look like it was for me. Yeah, um, it is like a, it's a 2D... Uh, like a black and white um, puzzle puzzle game, like a platforming game. Yep. Where you're playing like a cat, um, and you're jumping around different screens in this level and, and trying, or well, on this world, and trying to, I guess, get to the end. <laughs> um, at, like at one point, I found a like a robot suit, and so it was now a cat in a robot suit that could. Um, shoot things with his robot gun um and it starts off pretty basic you're like you're a cat that's able to climb walls and sort of scale the environment and then that's when it starts like teaching you all right you can go this is how you can get through really small areas and um and then eventually it puts you in this suit and you go around i don't know man it just seemed really um it just didn't grab me much at all there was a point in the game where i i got to a boss fight and then I would beat this boss and then go like five or six screens further down the line. And every time that I died, it would checkpoint me back before the boss. Just before the boss. And so I'd yeah. have to fight this boss again. Um, it was, it was pretty it's fun. like playing fucking Dark Souls. But every time you beat the boss and go past it, they just respawn the boss again. And you're like, have, have fun doing this. Yep. Um, <clears throat> yeah, cause, you are pretty good at killing that boss though. Uh, well, yeah, that, that was the thing, right? Is it... So it learned basically how to kill it and then it just became a nuisance because yeah. I had to kill it every time just to try and get past this other area um, yeah. yeah and then eventually like I don't know man it was just the the way it kind of felt in the movement and whatnot. Um, like it was very fast paced the game but the controls didn't feel as I don't know polished I felt like um, yep. It's obviously a game that's not out yet. Um, yeah, it's, it's they're still designing still in development. It. Yeah, but yeah, it just things about it. It just didn't really grab me too much. So, um, yeah, I, I was just kind of like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Um, the other one was the Messenger. Um, so this is actually a new game. It's a they're adding like extra content to it. Uh, yeah. I haven't played this before. Have you? No, I hadn't played it before. It was the first time I'd seen it. 
sort of like a shinobi style old school yeah. platformer yeah yeah it likens to those like sega era games um like sega genesis or master system whatever you want to call it um mega drive yeah so mega drive sure. um where you're playing like a ninja yeah yeah and so i played um I, I was basically playing the old game and then um sort of getting a feel for what that's like and and the new content was like all right if you're familiar with the game this is where you kind of start and it'll go um and it goes from there it was basically like you writing this <laughs> like or, or surfing on this uh i don't know like a skeleton death's boat or something, right? <laughs> yeah i'm not sure I, i'm not experienced enough in this game to know the lore about what's going on right um but you're yeah you're basically like in the sea at this point and jumping over obstacles and avoiding bouncing on puff of fish yeah like avoiding certain things um yeah and i was watching the ign guys play it (laughs) they were they were struggling quite a bit uh on it and then um i watched uh one of the guys from GameSpot get to the boss and 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 he um yeah he eventually beat that as well and then at one stage i jumped on and uh and got through it pretty quickly (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, yeah, easy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like this, it's basically like a checkpoint system at the initial start of the, um, like jumping over things, like the platforming, the racing bit, uh, yeah. where you're trying to avoid rocks in the the ocean, but also they've got like these wooden platforms that you need to either avoid or boost through them. So yeah. it comes down to like timing. Um and there's basically like three lanes that you're trying to maneuver between. And uh, yeah, and it's just trying to get from one end to the other. You get basically to the like the end of that part. And then there's like a boss fight that you go through. Um, yeah. And you've got to try and figure out like it's different uh, movesets. And it's got these different phases that it goes through. And it's about like trying to deal with this boss. Um, yeah, man. I, I, it's hard to sort of talk about it in terms of how it compares to the original because or, or the the other stuff they've got in there already because i've not played it before yeah. um but yeah no it felt, felt good it looks it's like a it's free lc right i think is what they were saying even though that's not what the d stands for um but yeah it's like it's a free update for the original right the messenger that adds like a whole new bunch of shit to the game which is pretty cool um and it transitions from like 8-bit to 16-bit at one point um, which is like a cool effect I had to go look it up uh, after afterwards because I like I hadn't played it yeah but um, yeah it, uh, it's a cool like idea for a game an interesting idea alright uh, next up we've got my friend my friend Pedro yep um have you like seen this game at all before? Uh, yeah, I remember they introduced it at that crazy fucking Devolver digital presentation for E3, right? Right. Is in in that prezo. Um, yeah, looked insane. Um, yeah, yeah. I've seen it at events before, but I've never had a chance to um to actually play it. So this was the first time. Got some hands on with it. Uh, yeah. It's it's. I guess it's like a a 2D platforming game 
or like it's on a 2D plane, um, where you are playing a dude that like just shoots through waves of enemies, um, and you're going from like puzzle platforming, jumping through levels and whatnot. Yeah, feels like a puzzle game with murder. Yeah. Um, but it starts off pretty basic. It's it's kind of teaching you how to, um, I guess, maneuver through the environment. You can roll, you can uh, jump off of walls, you can do backflips. And then it starts introducing things like, all right, now you've got a gun and how to aim and shoot things. And then there's a slowdown time mechanic where you can um, use a focus bar. All right, it turns things... Flips. Sorry? Then you can do flips. Yeah. And... Yeah, and then it gives you another gun, and you can shoot two people at the same time, provided you set it up correctly. And um, then, yeah, you got like the frying pan thing, which I think is the the thing that it was mostly famous for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, you got this frying pan, and you can shoot the frying pan and ricochet into killing people and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, and you can kick over tables and kick knives into people, and yeah, it's it's. It's very much a puzzle, like, it feels very much like a puzzle game. Sure. Um, where you're just trying to solve, like, single-screen puzzles with, you know, violence. Um, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. I think it's a cool idea. Yeah. Um, it's very, yeah. like, stylish. Um, yeah. It's got, uh, I mean, it's got a look about it. Uh, you can... It's definitely got, like, a lot of gore and whatnot, but there's things like being able to kick people's heads into other people to, like, stun them. Um, And the whole, like, doing backflips while shooting people. Um, Then there's... uh, It seems like they're not just doing the platforming sections. There's, like, other bits in between. So the one that we got to saw was you're on a motorbike um, and you're on a highway of some sorts and you're shooting out shooting at cars while on a highway. Um, So it seems like there's going to be some variety in terms of what they're doing there. But yeah, you like your Pedro is basically a banana from what I can gather. It talks to you. Yeah. It's a talking banana (laughs) and he's, uh, he's a bit weird. Uh, There's a sense of humor about the game Mm. uh, as you might expect considering there's a talking banana. Um, Yeah. It's, it's good. Um, I need to see uh, like a lot more of it. I really, I didn't like the motorbike section as much as I liked the other section, the side scrolling section, mm-hmm. two point five D side side scroll, because it felt more like a just generic action game on the motorbike. Uh, you can do the slowdown thing. You flip your bike and do wheelies and stuff like that, but it doesn't. It didn't really do that much for me. You know, it right. just sort of felt like yeah, shoot these people. Let's just let's just get back to what this game seems to be quite good at, which is that yep. violent puzzle solving thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, and as a demo, it was um, it felt a bit easy uh, for what they were doing, uh-huh. and I don't know if it's because they had uh, something like extra focus meter or something, but you could slow down time for, for a very long amount. There of time. are a couple of times where I forgot to, I just plain forgot to turn it off. Uh, and I'm like oh. finished killing people after ages and I'm like why am I moving in fucking treacle like what's going on here alright oh, let's slow down yeah and, and I don't think I ever dropped below the third bar of health yeah 
Like there's three bars and it looks like it regens up to like one chunk of that bar. Um, and if so, if you were to drop below the third bar, you'd only have two bars left. Yep. Until I suppose there was some health regaining situation. But um, I never dropped below the third bar and I full blown just copped some ate some shit so I think it might have been yeah turn on easy or something yeah some sort of like show floor build yeah so people don't get fucking punted all the time yeah but yeah yeah I'm, I'm definitely interested to play more it's uh it yeah. feels good um the shooting looks looks like stylish so yeah I'm keen yeah. keen to check out more you uh the other game we play which is um which only just got announced this morning is Heave Ho. Yeah. Um, this is also a, uh, I'd say it's, yeah, it's a puzzle game, basically. Um, yeah. you're playing like as this little blob with arms. Yeah. Um, and each arm is mapped to a trigger and you're trying to traverse. Right. Each arm is tracked, uh, tracked like one of your thumbsticks. Sorry. Yeah. And your, and the triggers are your, Grip your hands, your hands yeah, to yeah. grab things, and it's pretty basic. Yeah. You're just trying to traverse the environment. Well, from what yeah. we've seen so far, um, you're trying to get from one point to the to the end of the level, the the checkered flag, and um, yeah, starts off pretty simple. You're just climbing sort of like blocks in the environment, and then they mm-hmm. start throwing obstacles at you, spikes, um, big gaps that you have to try and leap across or, or throw yourself, swing, across. heave yourself across to. Uh-huh. Yep. And, um, ropes, yeah, and stuff like that. It's like pretty basic in terms of a concept, but I had a lot of fun with it. It was the hit of the entire thing, I think, in my opinion. We were playing co op, and it was spectacular, it was heaps of fun. Uh, yeah, like, even, uh, because the uh, do from GameSpot, Ed and Luke from IGN. They seemed pretty skeptical at first mm. uh, as to whether or not it was going to be any fun. But uh, yeah, you played with those two at the same time, like three player co op. And it was like, it was fun to watch. Uh, and it seemed like you guys were having a lot of fun playing it as well. Yeah. It's because you can grab onto the other players. <laughs> And so what you wind up doing is creating these like daisy chains of like just linked arms so that you can get across these like obstacles or grab the coin, which is what you guys were doing, uh, which is like a special bonus token type thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you're doing that. And then like all sorts of things happen because like, you know, you, you, you might turn upside down and so left and right are reversed and so you're trying to like you're upside down you forget that you're upside down and you sort of like okay i gotta let go of my left hand but because you're upside down it's reversed and so you let go of your right hand and you drop one of your friends to their death or something like that like just goofy shit like that or like constantly the amount of times you guys were trying to like throw each other across a gap uh like for no to no avail <laughs> like just pointlessly yeah whiffing that shit uh yeah like it was extremely amusing um but yeah it's it's super simple 
And a lot of the fun is derived from playing within the environments that they created. I think it'll be a ga- game where, you know, a uh, level editor would be fucking amazing because you'd be able to create something, like, really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, like, I'm, you know, I'm sure they could create something really entertaining themselves, but it'd be so much better if yeah, you had, like, just dozens and dozens of hundreds of different fucking variants on the same thing you know like a tiny rope or you gotta like loop this rope through some shit or whatever the fuck uh different like surfaces and stuff it's pretty early in development yeah uh so yeah it's got a, a while to go but uh yeah I'm, I'm super super excited to play it uh that like absolutely want to play it with you and nate and uh make it a drink again <laughs> if you die you got a drink mm. and the chaos that will come out of that where because i i envision a lot of throwing people to their deaths to force them to drink on purpose uh on purpose accidentally on purpose uh yeah like yeah. good fun yeah we were doing things like at one point we had a like we were throwing this coin from <laughs> from one end of the like map to the other and we're yep. all like grabbing onto a wall with one hand and then like throwing this coin and we managed to get it like between all three of us because we were yep. fucking struggling to take this coin like through the entire map so we just set up these points and just started throwing it to one of the- like oh okay this works pretty easier than what we were doing <laughs> um, yep. there was one bit where I just fucking launched the coin <laughs> and got it straight into like the end I was like, all right, sweet. Like, from one side of the map to the other and nailed it into the end zone. Yeah, in one go. It was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I, the coin was just like a, yeah, like you said, like a bonus thing, but we were trying to do it because we felt like the the normal way was maybe a bit too easy. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. It's good. Yeah. And it seemed like the level, or at least the levels that were serving you... Um, uh, remember when I dropped a the very loud C bomb? Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking threw me off a fucking edge. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I was gonna say is it feels like the levels. Um, yeah, are definitely designed for multiplayer or at least co-op. Um, yeah. For the for the coins at least, because some of them were like, how the fuck are you supposed to? Right. Unless you're you have an to, like, expert. Yeah, you'd have to be a super expert and, like, juggle that shit while you were also climbing all over this fucking level. I don't know how you'd do it. Yeah, it'd be really tricky. Um, but, yeah. Very cool. Like, heaps of fun. That was a great game. Yep. Very excited to play some more of it. Yeah, I, that was the one that we played, or that I played the most of, at least. Yeah. Like, easily over an hour. Yeah. 100%. Um, alright, cool. Nice. Alright, what else we got? Um, that was it for all the indie stuff. Um, let's talk- That was it for the indie stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about Sekiro. Oh, you want to do Sekiro now? Yeah, and then we'll go Battlefield last. Cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I played a bunch more of it. I was about 30 hours in, um, last week. I hadn't finished it. Um, I'm still actually going with it, but, uh... Yeah, put a bunch, uh, a bunch more time. Um, this one came out on Friday. You finally got a code. Yep. And it's the worst game you've ever played, from what you've been saying. Basically. Yeah. 
it's not great. It's not a great game. Uh, it's not a, it's not a Dark Souls level game. Uh, yeah, I've been taking notes about all the shit that drives me bananas. Uh, in it, and let's um, let's kick into my notes, <laughs> shall we? Sure. Anime nonsense storytelling. That's my first note. And yeah, it is. It's bad storytelling. Uh, starting to think that uh, maybe the understated minimalist storytelling of uh, the Dark Souls games is uh, is not is is sort of a double double win for, from because it turns out that they're, when they're actually trying to tell the story, they're not very good at it. Mm. Um, just oh, who gives a fuck? Oh my lord! And it's so cringy. The way they're telling these stories. Fuck that. The blah. Um, I died to not, nothing once. That was pretty good. Um, yeah. Really enjoyed that. Died to an invisible thing in the water. Loved it. You know there's uh, fish in the water, right? That kill you? You can see you can see the fish in the water. Uh, and uh, it wasn't there. Not all the time. I recorded it. So, uh, yeah. We can have a squiz if you like. Yeah. No, I'm D- saying that there are... It depends on where you're at the game. I don't want to spoil things, but there's definitely... This was very early in the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is stuff in the water that you might you can't see. Cool. That seems, For a reason. That seems like a... You'll yeah, find out cool. later. Great. Love to die to invisible things. That's not invisible. It is invisible. Can I see it? Is it visible? Then it is invisible. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, loads of dies of invisible things. That is, you know, that's core Souls style fairness. Uh, you know, the the great thing about Souls games is that you die and you are punished for that death, uh, but you understand why you died, and so uh, you you're able to learn from it. Dying to invisible things is the perfect way to have that, you know, that perfect loop hmm. where you're like, well, I'd have no fucking idea what I did wrong except for being in the water so i guess i'll just won't won't be in the water anymore cool uh can swim but invisible things in the water will kill you so just don't be in the water great perfect (laughs) yeah real teaching moment there um fall damage into water what that's not how that shit works get the fuck out of here um i've jumped into i've jumped into water from up high and nobody's no fucking no super ninja is taking fucking damage falling into fucking water um bosses here's here's the note uh bosses being surrounded by 80 cunts just makes boss fights super tedious uh obviously i now understand this i made this note uh when i didn't quite understand what a boss what classified something as a boss in Sekiro. Uh, I now understand this This is mostly uh, exclusively true of mini-bosses. Uh, I have not seen a boss that was surrounded by 80 cunts, but mini-bosses are regularly surrounded by 80 cunts, <laughs> and it is the most annoying shit ever, uh, because you constantly have to fucking clear out all the ads just to be able to fight the fucking things. And it is the... It's fucking antithesis of how the fucking boss system's supposed to work in fucking Souls games. You're supposed to be able to just power back on through 
and have another punt and try to learn them. No, every time you want to fight this fat, drunk idiot, you got to clear out fucking 12 dickheads first. Otherwise, they're going to fucking shoot you the like, whole fucking time. You're like, oh, cool. So, yeah, not only have I failed to learn his moveset correctly, which is why I died this time, but now it seems like I am being further punished by having to waste my fucking time wiping out all these fucks. Uh, I was literally, like, I think it is more efficient to run in, uh, aggro all the little dudes, chop, chop out the, kill the fucking gun dudes, and then just sort of take on the others one at a time. You run back out, run back in, run back out, run back in, uh, than it is to try to fucking backstab everyone because it's just, it, it never happens the way you want it to. There's, there's like too many quirks with the AI in how they return to their positions. Uh, but yeah, so that's really tedious. Uh, the stealth in general is bad. Uh, I've been spotted many times when I absolutely shouldn't have been, uh, because it's just generally bad stealth. At the other times I'll be hanging off a ledge, uh, and the dude will be standing next to the ledge and he won't see the fucking robot hand robot grapple hand right next to him and then I just stab him and I'm like cool well like if I'd been fucking 40 meters away and st like accidentally stand because every time you fucking you crawl up behind someone and backstab them then you're just standing in the fucking long grass like oh yeah well I didn't want to be a fucking ninja about this I don't know why I'd finish that fucking ex backstab execution off with a fucking remaining crouching or something nah that'd be too stealthy let's just stand up like a fucking moron and i'll just fucking have to specifically crouch again fuck that shit um yeah bad stealth like and you're it's a ninja game how is there bad stealth in a ninja game it doesn't make any fucking sense how is it that most of the people i can't fucking ninja assassinate right it's just not happening most like, so many fucking enemies cannot be ninja assassinated. Even if, uh, even if you could, it wouldn't matter because every fucking, everyone worth anything has two fucking health bars. So, it doesn't fucking any, uh, matter anyway. Two, two health bars is cheating. It is bullshit, bullshit enemy design, 1000%. First, the mini boss, uh, two health bars thing, right, is just a cheap ass way to force you to risk more again uh and it just pointlessly lengthens our fights because they introduced you know the entire fucking concept for this game is the posture system and so if you are able to if you got very good at building posture damage and then killing uh like you get the death blow the moment they cap out on posture damage and then you kill them then they've got another health bar and you but the best thing is the posture resets immediately all the way to, to dot and you've got to build it again. So it's really just fucking tedium. Okay, so I do it again. Great. Uh, unless you manage to stealth death blow them the first time, then you have to do it once. But half the fucking dudes you can't do it to, so it doesn't fucking matter. And you have to do all of them twice. Uh, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty fucking garbage. Uh, the posture thing in, in itself is annoying as fuck. Uh, so many fucking like enemies just don't take posture damage. Well, they regenerate it so fucking fast that's pointless. Like 
trying to do posture damage until they're below half health, uh, which, you know, then their posture bar turns red and you can actually build posture and keep posture built. Uh, it just doesn't work without doing that. Uh, okay, cool. Well, what's the fucking point then, right? At some point, there are, there are a bunch of fucking enemies, like tough enemies, who I get to a point where I'm like... I may as well just fucking chop them to death, right? Like, I may as well just chop them because trying for a posture kill is meaningless at this point. I've had to whittle their fucking health down so fucking far that I may as well just chop them. Fuck it. Uh, I guess, like, I, maybe I'm not doing deflections correctly? I have no fucking idea. Because I feel like I am, right? Uh, I'm not dying that much anymore. I had to, like, retrain my brain and how to think, because Sekiro is, you know, the Souls games allow you to pick how you want to play, and, and you get to pick your style and do however you want. You can be sword and board, you can be fucking dodging out of the way, you can be fucking two-hand fucking choppy-chop, whatever the fuck you want. Okay, so Sekiro, there's one, one way to play Sekiro, and it is the correct way, and if you're not playing that way, you're going to die so fucking much. Uh, and I had to retrain myself to actually play in that manner because I just wasn't, it just isn't how I play games generally. Uh, I prefer to duck out. Uh, I think it's how I learned to play Dark Souls in the first place was to duck away and then duck back in when I saw the, the perfect opportunity. Uh, in this, because there's no stamina, uh, there's no punishment for just blocking infinitely except for your own posture build-up, which you can manage pretty easily. Uh, what you're supposed to do is get in their face and parry everything or deflect everything. Uh, so parry, 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 parry. There are some enemies that, you know, you feel like a fucking gangster parrying fucking 16 fucking hits in a row. You're like, parry, 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 parry. Like, uh, like fucking Street Fighter. That Street Fighter clip. <laughs> yeah, the fucking sick parries. You feel like that. That's awesome. That's the that's Sekiro at its best. Uh, but most of the time, it doesn't, like... Yeah, it's it's just... It's not like that. It's mostly just... Okay, well, I parried fucking 40 fucking hits. Uh, and his posture's back to zero. Because uh, he's not... He's, you know, he's at 90% health or whatever the fuck. Cool, so I guess we'll just... Should have just been chopping. Should have just been doing that other thing. Duck out. Duck in, chop, chop, chop. Duck out. Duck in, chop, chop, chop. There, at half health. Now I can do the posture shit. But why the fuck would I? I may as well just fucking duck out. The only time you, like... The only time you won't get away with it is against a few particular enemies who will just... Who move too fast for you to be able to do it. Uh, Lady Butterfly, in particular is the one I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah. The game is like, oh yeah, now play through a memory. Um, ring this bell and you go through a memory. And it's pretty linear. Uh, it seems pretty linear. I don't know. Uh, it's it's like separate to the rest of the game. Um, so you just sort of go down the main path. But yeah, there's no like fucking sensible gating uh there should be some way for them to define that you're not ready for a situation beyond just kicking you in the fucking crotch over and over again against an enemy you just don't really have a shot against right it wasn't until yeah i just i'm like 
I give up. I don't know how to beat Lady Butterfly. I'm going to fucking Google it. I Google it. And the dude doing the fucking tutorial has like four fucking Estes flasks. And I've only got two. And I'm, I'm like, how fuck has he got more? That was when I realized I didn't have to finish the memory. I could go play the rest of the game and then go back and finish the memory. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, from a storytelling perspective, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay, so I don't have to finish... Is it a memory? Or is it an actual location? Or what? Why do I still have my arm in this memory from before when I lost my arm? Um, yeah, so that pissed me off. Uh, that boss fight was a pain. Uh, two phases. Every boss fight is a two-phase boss fight. And I fucking hate two-phase boss fights. Honest to God, two-phase boss fights. This is separate to the... This is separate to the fucking two health bar thing. Uh, the, you know, the the mini-bosses do. Uh, which is his own special brand of bullshit. Uh, no. The two-phase boss fight is just a consistent way for from to dick over players. Uh, because it is, it's just pointless extra gating. Uh, and it is honestly the laziest, laziest enemy design that there is because instead of creating an enemy that is complex and challenging for you to fight uh it's literally just pretty tough oh it's got a lot of health oh here you go beat it again and now it does fucking lightning damage or some <laughs> shit like i don't know fucking whatever just get the fuck out of here now it's now it's surrounded by fucking ghosts and you're like, okay, cool. So, I get it, right? Like, on some level I get it, but why didn't I just beat it against ghosts in the first place? Why don't you just double its health pool and make me fucking beat it against ghosts in the first place? Right? Like, why the fucking... Why the fucking... Oh, now it's back from the dead! Fuck off with this shit. Oh my god, speaking of lightning, that lightning boss can go suck my fucking dick uh he was comically easy to beat i now understand why you forgot him uh but it is a horseshit time to introduce a brand new mechanic he is a mini boss that turns into a regular boss after you beat the mini boss you cannot stealth kill him so you can't get rid of one of his fucking bars so he's essentially got three fucking health bars and on his third fucking health bar he now does a brand new fucking type of damage you've never encountered before uh once you work out how to counter that he is hilariously easy but i got dicked about for a fucking while until i worked it out uh speaking of like, how many fucking punishment systems does one game fucking need, right? <laughs> I lose half my fucking gold, half my fucking skill points. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, all the fucking enemies reset, so I have to go fucking clear them out every fucking time. Uh, oh, and also there's this thing called Dragon Rot, which ruins quests for you and ends, like, quest lines. 
I was I was at fucking four Dragon Rot before I fucking killed the fucking butterfly chick. I'm like, I, what what game am I going to be fucking playing at this point? I'm just going to fucking walk through a fucking empty world because everyone's fucking Dragon Rotted out of fucking existence. Like, cool, great, fucking hell. Uh, what else? You know you can clear Dragon Rot, right? How? <laughs> you didn't know this. <laughs> How do you clear Dragon Rot? When you get the uh, the Dragon Rot tears, I think they're called. Dragon tears. Dragon tears. Yeah, and you restore them from the. Um, uh, I think the first time you go to Amar, she's asking for like blood samples. Have you done that? Surely you've done that. It's fucking super early in the game. I've talked to her a bunch. Yeah. I think I did blood some blood sample chat, yeah. Yeah, and she gives you I th- uh the like tears and then she tells you to go use a tear on the the uh the idol. No. You could do that. <laughs> Must have missed the part where she said use a tear on an idol idol or whatever the fuck. Yeah. But cool. So you go and use that, that's how you restore Dragon Rock. Great. I just wouldn't roll around with fucking whatever I'm at, fucking four percent fucking <laughs> unseen aid chance to unseen aid to four percent for the entire fucking game. <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing some fucking dragon bell so that everything demon bell so everything's harder now. Why didn't you I, clear the dragon bell? The demon bell, you can clear it. It gives you an item. It read the item. Oh, yeah, right, okay. <laughs> Um, it's got a bad camera. And why do I have to hold down X to loot? What the fuck is the point of that shit? What does that bring to the fucking game? Like, oh yeah, now I'm a fucking gold vacuum. I get it. Like, cool. That's fun. But why couldn't it just loot when I fucking kill something? You know? It's dumb. It is super dumb. And it's got, it doesn't have a big radius. So I have this backstab ninjutsu art where I uh, make someone a puppet yeah and I did it to this cannon dude which was a genius play from my part and he just cannon the fuck out of everyone but I had to like then run around all this fucking level with all these dead people hoovering up all the fucking gold because I couldn't just stand there next to the fucking cannon guy and fucking hoover it up no it doesn't have that much range why the fuck does it exist at all? Yeah, you, know, you do. You pop the uh, the balloon, the wealth balloon, and right. then you run around and do that. Make mad cash. Yeah, you make stacks of cash. I did a couple of runs where I did that on the um, on the estate where you've got that mm. just past the uh, when you get to the first idol, and initially there's like a locked gate. You go through the path and then it unlocks a shortcut for you. So I would just like run that route. And then make a shitload of cash and like pop a balloon and mm. just do it like get all the cash uh, and then either go down towards the water or I'd just reset everybody and do another run and make a fuckload of money. Why? So I go <laughs> buy stuff because I, oh. I didn't because I, I, I didn't uh, have enough. Well, I didn't have coin purses at the start of the game. Well, so yeah, I, didn't read that. I bought a bunch of coin purses after talking to you about it on the podcast. So, uh, I did at least do that. Um, so yeah, I've always had enough money. 
uh, for everything, which is pretty good. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't love it. Like I still, I still enjoy. You know, now I understand that it wants me to play one specific way. I don't hate playing that one specific way. It's not how I would want to play generally, but um, yeah, like it's, it's good fun. Um, like from that perspective, as long as you play it that one specific way, it's cool. Um, there's some interesting enemies, some, uh, like there are a couple of bosses. I don't mind the idea of the two phase boss fight, right? But it has to be in fucking, it has to be used sparingly. It can't be fucking every goddamn boss is a two phase boss. Cause if that is the case, then it just robs the entire concept. Like I fought a boss today, earlier on. Uh, I won't spoil it, but uh, it's like a surprise when it becomes a two-phase boss. Like a proper su surprise. It's probably the one that I'm thinking of as well, because when it happened to me, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, probably. Um, like, that's that's a good one. That's a good moment for it. And it seems like it's got some lore about it as well. Like, I don't fully understand the game world yet. But, uh, the, like, the undying parts of this game, right? Uh, they do seem to, like, follow a certain trend. And this sort of links into it, right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, what the fuck? But, like... Oh, every, every single time, is just... Who gives a fuck? Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, well, I beat him once. Let's go. Let's let's skip ahead to the real boss fight, then. Because uh, you know that the first time you beat him is not the real boss fight anymore. It's it's not even their full fucking moveset. It's, like... I don't know. 60% of their moveset. 70% of their moveset. And they haven't busted out their real heinous shit yet yeah yeah um what was i going to say uh oh like we, we were talking about it last week how I, I got to a point where i was um like it's one of those things where you get stuck on something and then it feels like all you need is a break there was one fight where i was stuck on a dude i fucking died so many times and then I took a break and then came back and then beat him in the one go. And it's just one of those things where it's like, you just need to step away for a little while, come back. Um, I, I think after we were recording, finished recording last week, I had a really long session. I, I think I played about five hours and didn't die. And I went through like three or four bosses um, and just had this run where I just fucking destroying everybody. Um, it's got like those moments where just things start to click um yeah there's a boss and I, it's probably the one you're, you're thinking about the mini boss where like i got into this room with this thing and it destroyed me in two seconds like it fucking hammered me and i'm like i don't even know where i'm supposed to start with this thing like what am i supposed to do and then yeah. i went i like left and then didn't come back for fucking ages till eventually i needed to go back there for something and I think it took me two goes and I beat it. And I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's different. Like normally, and I think that was a point where the game changed for me in terms of the combat. Like I was doing the thing where I wasn't using the parrying system a lot. I was just, it was kind of just there. 
until like that was the moment where I was like, oh, okay, if I start using this a lot, like it'll change things up for me. And I think that's when I went on that run of being just destroying everybody because I started using that parry a lot more or the deflection because um, that was like the one way, pretty much the only way that I, at least I can think of that you could kill that fucking boss, th- this mini boss at least. Um, so yeah, that was a moment where it, it kind of clicked. Things started to change a little bit in terms of the combat for me. Um, and I've started to use that like a lot more, just kind of sit in people's faces learn their attack patterns um yeah and just figure out like what i should be doing in this fight so i'm i'm not like like you talked about it's different to dark souls where you run up to something hit them a bunch and then fucking run away whereas this is like it really wants you to be standing up in their face and trying to hit them and always keep that posture um high and i think that's yeah that was the thing it's like oh you've got to forget everything you know about dark souls or bloodborne demon souls and it, like it's not that game it's different and like play it this way you've got to be up in their face and fucking go after them and hit them but the thing is right you can play both Dark Souls and Bloodborne the Sekiro way right you can be up in their face parrying and like there are heaps of fucking some of my favourite Dark Souls videos are like those sick dudes who there's like one really good one where a dude literally like goes up against two bosses at the same time Mm. with nothing but his fists because he literally just walks up and parries the fucking shit out of them and like he's it is the gangsterest shit you've ever seen because he just he knows the timing perfectly and so he, he'll, like, do a quick little dodge to get them at the right range to trigger the fucking animation he wants, and then he'll just parry and then fucking beat down. Yeah. It's fucking sick, right? There's absolutely a bunch bunch of, like, ways to play Dark Souls that way. You just don't get that choice in Sekiro. It is the only way to play it. And it tries to be good honest. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I guess that, like, yesterday was probably the only chance I've had to talk to people about the game um apart from we've got like a chat going but yeah like yeah. just hearing how people have taken on different bosses um mm. there was I was talking to someone last night who is who is stuck on a fight and they're like asking me how I did it and I was like oh yeah I used the puppet ability and uh and did it this way and they're like what's that I don't have that <laughs> um so like just finding unique ways to fight these some of these bosses there's one boss that i fought that i killed in four hits um that i know other people have really struggled with and i like i just cheese the fuck out of this boss basically um so i don't want to talk about how i did it but yeah just like finding weird weird ways like the dark soulsy ways to to do some of these bosses is interesting um But yeah, uh, the other thing I'm really liking is, I don't I think I posted it, the video that's going around of the enemy from the kite that that's killing everybody. That is like the exact same reaction I had when I got to that bit, which is hilarious. The enemy from the kite, I don't think I It's when that. you're, um, when you're climbing in the castle. Have you been at the top of the castle yet? Yeah. And when you're going up there, there's an enemy that comes in from a kite. Oh, he's like whooping and yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I do remember. The that. first yeah. time he got me, I was like, 
what the fuck was that? And there's this video going around of basically a bunch of streamers or like content creators uh, being at that exact moment and everybody flipping the fuck out when this, because that fight is so hard to get to the top of that the first time you yeah. do it. And, uh, and then this thing just comes out and wipes you out in one hit. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? It's such a, like, Dark Soulsy, like, such a From Software moment when you're like, oh my god, I've got to go through that whole entire thing again. Um, but, yeah, man, like, I, I, at the point I'm at at the moment, I'm just wiping dudes out. Like, I'll run through an area that I, I've run through before that I struggled to, like, it's that, you know, stealthing your way through it and, killing everybody whereas now i'm just like one hitting all these people and just running through and just destroying them um you know there's moments where it throws an enemy type i think i talked about this last bit like throw an enemy type at you and it's it's a hard enemy and all of a sudden it's like later on down the track it's like now there's two of them and you're like what the fuck how am i supposed to deal with this thing um but you've kind of like the the guy you were talking about that motherfucker that's at the top of the um uh he's like guarding one of the houses and there's like a chest in the bottom. And I think you said you just ran around him to go get the chest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like fighting one of those dudes. And then later on, they just, they show up all the time. And then now there's two of them. And you're like, oh my God. Um, and you kind of learn that. All right. Well, he's got his sword in his one hand. You stick to, it's like that Dark Souls thing. All right. Which side is his sword in? I avoid that side. So you stick to his, you know, his left hand side and circle around the left. Mm. Um, yeah, like reading the tells, like, all right, he's about to do this move. I'll, I'll stick to the to the right hand side and dodge. Um, there's been bosses where I've I've done that sort of thing where you're like, oh, okay, they've got their sword in their right hand and now they've moved it to their left, so I've got to stay on this side of their body. Um, yep. Same thing with like the the bull. All right, just stand behind it, hit it in the ass, just hold down B, <laughs> run around behind. Yeah, it. choppy, choppy, choppy. Yeah, yeah. Although it's kick me once yeah um i that was cool yeah i haven't finished yet i'm still going up to a boss that is fucking destroying me um yeah so i'll get i haven't played the game for a couple of days now uh be busy but yeah I'll, I'll get back into it at some stage i am past my um yeah i'm basically past the, the deaths that i did for dark souls 3 uh i think i talked about this before but yeah i've, I've got a notebook and i've being notching every time I die in the game. Um, die, die, or like full, full death? death? Like back back to a bonfire type thing? Yeah. Yeah, I've died more than I have in Dark Souls 3 at this point. Um, some of that can be related to the fact that I didn't resurrect uh, for I a couple of those. You're saying. Yeah. Um, you weren't the only person who was under that impression. Yeah, I was speaking to someone yesterday and they were doing the same thing because they didn't. And I, I criticized that mechanic of like... it. I guess you don't <laughs> to the point where you haven't cured dragon right yet um yeah because I was the same thing I was like I I feel like I'm killing all these people uh like I didn't understand the mechanic properly but yeah it just turns out that it doesn't matter if you um like when you use it it's it's when you die that it affects people so resurrecting is actually fine um it's like one yeah. way to counter it so yeah, I fucked that up a bunch. So I was like, I'm not going to resurrect. I'm just going to kill myself. And then we'll go from, you know, I'll start again. Because uh, I thought it was yeah. the resurrecting part that was causing this thing. And so I've realized that, oh no, it's actually it just doesn't matter. So there wasn't a lot of that where it happened. But there's, you know, half a dozen, maybe a, a dozen times where I've done that. Just because I didn't understand the mechanic. Um, 
But yeah, you, you can cure a dragon rot and it just enables you to uh, go and start doing some of those quest lines again. You've just got to find the, the, the I think it's dragon tears. Um, yeah, vendors right. sell them or you'll them. find them on bodies and whatnot. Yeah. And generally, yeah, I only use it when I'm like talking to somebody and they won't go past their generic like, oh, they, they're coughing and wheezing and they're not giving me any information. So you go cure it and then you start working on that quest line. Right. Um, yeah. But otherwise, it's uh, it's a strange mechanic because I thought it was going to lead to, and I may, maybe it does take it somewhere interesting, but I thought that was quite unique of like, oh, okay, I've actually got to think about when I should be using this stuff. But it turns out like, oh, at least at the point I have it to, it doesn't really matter too much. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh yeah, I'll I'm, finish it. I'm, but yeah, I'm not like blown away by it. Basically, I don't think it's the I don't I don't think it's a game of the year contender. Right. Yeah. Well, it's okay to be wrong. Sometimes. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, Battlefield Five's Firestorm came yeah. out uh, last last week. This week. This week. I can't even remember. This week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield Five Firestorm is their battle royale mode that they announced back when the um uh game was quite early in development i think it was it was like one of the things they said oh by the way it's going to have a battle royale mode but yeah. it won't be available at launch so we're now what six months about six months out from its launch four four months out when did it come out november no november all right four five we're in the third month of the year four or five we're about in the fourth it's the 29th six 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 months seven so, one year somewhere around then 10 years have passed. They basically um, said like, hey, this thing is coming. It won't be available on release and uh, it'll get there eventually. Um, I think they fucked up with this hugely. Um, I think it should be a either a separate game or... Uh, I, I spoke about this before. The same thing I feel about with um, Call of Duty Blackout, Blackout. Yeah. is that that should have been a separate mode because um, you're going to get to the point where the next game comes along and then you split the community. Unless they, yeah. this is like, we're going to put this in all of our games from now on. I don't think that's yeah. the right way to go about it. Call of Duty already said they won't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they need to go free to play sooner rather than later. Yeah, I think it's going to cause some, some problems. I mean, already uh, we were playing launch night and we were waiting... Five yeah for a queue and the game had been out for three hours something like that yeah um even now when we're playing it's still like a two or three minute wait which isn't huge like it's not a massive wait but if that's the kind of queues you're having within a week of this thing launching or a couple of days it's a bad sign um at least for our region and it's that uh it's that thing of they've got so many modes in battlefield that they're just diluting the pool um i had a look at the server browser within the game and generally like there when we were playing there was a dozen servers running with that were full um and you're basically taking people out of that those modes and now splitting them yet again because there's already what eight modes in battlefield you know between your your all the ones that they're throwing out as as well as like every once in a while they'll do their hey we've put a new mode in go and play this mode it's a special event or whatever yeah 
yeah and they're just like they're just diluting how many people are in there and what they're doing and having this other thing in there where it's a battle royale mode where you need 64 players in there and they're trying to generate a new queue every couple of minutes it's i think eventually it's going to get to the point where in australia at least it's not going to be playable yeah maybe maybe but it's not there yet no it's extremely playable it's fantastic i love it to bits the looting is garbage but other than that i love it to bits fucking hell it's it's so good it's uh they're doing so much right with it uh it might be a teeny bit too big (laughs) yeah uh but apart from that i reckon it's fucking tops uh it's based off the gunplay of battlefield 5 which i already like already adore uh and yeah basically you land on halvoy uh in norway and uh it's this big snowy island type thing and uh yeah there's a firestorm the firestorm is there on the map like before you've even fucking dropped uh you know where the circle is gonna be yeah it like contains you in an area doesn't use the entire island from the get-go no. um it's like 70 percent of the island maybe that it's using. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's uh it goes goes from there like you pick somewhere to drop um it's basic battle royale stuff you loot up and you see how you go uh yeah the looting's bad um especially looting dead bodies is bad uh but in general i like I think just from a UI perspective, it's hard to see stuff. It can be hard to work out what stuff is quickly. And uh, yeah, it can put people at a real disadvantage. Um, the inventory management system is pretty... Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah, bad. Uh, but they're fixing it apparently. Uh, it just needs to be way clearer on a whole bunch of stuff. I realize we're at this point quite spoiled by the likes of Apex uh which has you know color coded uh ammo and all that kind of stuff i mean it's color coded um, in in here there's stuff that's color coded yeah it's just super fucking pale though that's that's the problem like it's super super pale and the same goes for like all of the ui elements i don't know why it is yeah uh but like every time you ping something there's like half a chance that you can't, can't see, see what the fuck has been pinged because it's too fucking pale. yeah i mean it's um, that uh um one of the, I can't remember what game is doing it, but it's like uh, you're looking at this this icon and you just can't see it because it's like it's blue, and it's like well okay the sky's blue the water's blue you're on ice so you can't well you're on snow in some parts you just can't see anything so generally I'm I'm either fucking pinging multiple times or I am calling out numbers because yeah. it just makes it so hard to see anything yeah. like sometimes i'll even be like i can't even see where my marker is like i put a marker down and i can't yeah, see it. i put it down yeah yeah uh that's definitely happened a couple of times um yeah apart from that though yeah great gunplay uh the firestorm itself is fucking amazing it is holy shit i can't believe we've been fucking doing electric fields this whole time when someone could do a fucking raging fucking wall of fire yeah. it is terrifying when it's coming at you like the war- the way everything warps yeah. around you like there's heat and stuff they do such a fucking awesome job with it uh, it doesn't it ticks at like a normal rate when you're inside of it but you can't see through it for shit uh, which I think that needs to change I think it needs uh, more tick damage I do more damage yeah. 
you can survive in that thing for so long. Um, and that's a, that's an issue, I think, uh, mainly because, I mean, we've talked about it before in battle royale games, it's like having an advantage by sitting in the fucking circle, Uh, sorry, sitting outside the circle, but you can't see through the walls. I know that's a problem though, because you can't see through it on the other side at all. So you can't tell if someone's coming up behind you. And so like we've, we were having a game the other day where someone came out of the fucking wall. It must've been like a minute and a half into the circle. They come up behind us. Like, <laughs> like that's a problem. You, you feel like you've, and you can't see them coming because you can't see through it. So all of a sudden they've got the jump on you because they've been sitting outside the circle so long. I've, I've done it to people where I've been out there for a fucking minute and a half, just healing my way through. Cause you've got like eight heals and all right, there's people here. I can hear them fighting someone and just come up behind them and murder them all. I think that's a prop. That's a design issue. Um, yeah, I think you need to take more damage to the point where it's not an option to be out there at all. You, you need to know you shouldn't be in it. So when you see that thing coming, or you need to understand that I need to move now. I need to leave at this point. Otherwise, I, yeah, I think it's broken at this stage. It needs to do a lot uh, more damage. Broken is pretty hyper uh, hyperbolic. I mean, like it's, it's not broken. Uh, it's, you know, back in the PUBG days when it was like a fucking like a pale blue fucking wall. <laughs> yeah, you'd literally just go fucking sit in a fucking, in the water somewhere and heal your way through. Like, that was broken. That was fucked. This is, could be improved quite a lot. But yeah, like, yeah, it's the first fucking hunt. Like, they'll get there, yeah. I reckon. Because it um, seems like you can definitely outrun it from what I've played. Uh, as long as you're not running up a mountain, that's generally where you can get stuck. Because um, yeah. you're you're having to climb or, or, or vault over rocks, and that's when it starts to catch up to you. Yep. Um, but yeah, you can survive way too long in it for the fact that you can just come up behind someone a, a minute and a half into it. And it makes so it makes clearing areas hard because you feel like you've cleared a side of a map and then all of a sudden someone comes up behind you out of the fucking hill, out of the um the firestorm, and then they kill you, so they take all your heals and then they're back at square one again. Yeah. Yeah. Um the armor situation's a bit balked as well. Um just in the the regularity. Um, of like how often medium armor shows up I don't think it's often enough so there were a couple of games where we were showing up to like the last couple of circles with just level 1 armor and you just fucked mm. and we'd done we'd completed map objectives and shit and we'd gone to supply drops and stuff yep. so we shouldn't have been under armored we like that's just I like you know it is a loot game. It is a game where you know you got to play the fucking numbers, but yep. that's a lot of fucking that's a lot of crit fail dice rolls to come up empty on and have everyone walking in to the last circle with fucking level one armor. If you've actually been doing objectives and shit, it shouldn't go down like that at all. Mm. Um, like just doing one of the fucking resupply points because it's got like one of the cool things it does it's got like the traditional conquest style points a b and c uh and if you capture one 
the, in the same way that you would capture a point in Conquest, uh, you get like a uh, bunch of loot, basically. Uh, it's a high risk situation because yeah. everyone can see, everyone playing can see that someone is capping the point. Uh, and it's like you still have to loot while you're there so like you are free to fucking you're free to get got yeah, yeah. like the moment you start a loot uh, I know you and Nate like cleaned up a bunch of dudes who were like capping a point in a tank and they yeah. got out to get you I, I think I'm, I've got at least I think I've got video of that um, yeah, so I'll put that hopefully. on the YouTube but you will basically roll on up into this um, this ch- this checkpoint and we get yeah. there and it's a fucking tank just sitting there capping this point. And so we're like, all right, uh, what do we do here? And I'm like, let's just wait. They've got to get out to get this loot, right? So they've got to jump out. Three fucking yep. dudes jump out of this tank while one of them's still in there. And I'm like, oh, gosh. So we unleash on these guys. And as soon as we start shooting at the tank, someone starts pinging from the hill. Like a sniper <laughs> starts shooting at us. I'm like, oh, man, like, come on. <laughs> And so we immediately disengage. I'm like, let's just fucking leave. Let's go. We like run down this hill and, uh, well, I run down the hill. Nate runs towards the, the sniper for some reason. Uh, so he, we basically split off at this point. I end up coming up behind the tank and I have TNT. So I lob like two lots of TNT on it. Um, and then chuck one of my grenades to set off the TNT and just leg it out of there. I don't blow up the tank, but it's on fire at this point. And then uh, Nate eventually wraps himself back around towards us. And at this, while this is all happening, the firestorm is like coming in like directly behind us. And uh, he's basically fighting on the outside of this storm. And I think he ends up wiping the entire team. Like, I'm shooting at them and I've done a lot of damage. And he, he ends yeah. up killing them all while this sniper is, or whoever is up in the fucking hill still pinging at us. Um, and it's the first time we've been at that part of the map. Like, we end up oh, running yeah. down this um, this valley, and there is a train sitting on some railway tracks, like up in like on a bridge. Um, okay. I mean, we've been trying to go to different areas, like oh, let's jump here. Um, yep. Somebody did a bunch. Bob, yeah, Mbop, Hanson Farm. Um, we've got some great names for all of these places. They're not the actual proper ter- names. Terrible names as well. Yeah. Uh, somebody did some data mining and found like where the loot, the high tier loot is. And that's kind of oh, yeah. definitely changed up certain <laughs> like, oh, okay, you get here and it's like, there are like four purple guns here. Um, so I oh, think like okay. that thing you're talking about of like not getting the armor and whatnot, because uh, we were having runs where we get out of the first area and everyone's got medium armor because um, yeah. there uh, there's like safes around that you can open yep. up and they take like a you know a certain amount of time to open but it's one of those things where when you do open it it just spits out all this gear um so there are definitely parts on the map that are like the high tier area and you can look at this data mining this person's done and be like all right well let's drop here and we did a bunch of like let's drop at the dam um yeah and just walk out of there with a stupid amount of stuff like all purples and medium armor and that sort of thing uh one of the biggest problems, yeah, like you said, the looting needs to change. Um, yeah. It's fucked. Yeah, when you kill someone, 
right? All of their shit just sort of pours out of them onto the spot, but there's no way to differentiate between what the fuck you're picking up. So, like, sometimes you just want to pick up the fucking ammo for the SMG, but you'll just keep swapping your gun out. Oh. Or you just want to pick up some fucking armor plates so you can fix your armor. And It's under uh, all this shit, and, like, you're trying to move your mouse slightly so it brings the thing you're trying to pick up to the front, and yeah. then, oh, no, you've moved it too far, now you're picking up this gun. I don't know, like, they need to change the picking up weapons needs to be a hold button that'll fix that fucking problem straight away the amount of times i've gone to pick up something and it's grabbed a new gun and the worst part about it is you have to you start reloading your gun guns start out well they start out unloaded for some yeah and so you need to load your gun yeah and I, i there are a lot of occasions where i am rocking i like rocking an mg some yeah. of the MGs take a lot fucking time to reload, and even if you've swapped out a gun that's already loaded, and you're like, oh shit, I picked up an SMG, so it starts loading that gun, and then you swap back to the MG that you've dropped, all of a sudden there's no ammo in it, so you have to... Yeah. And that's a huge problem, because I've had I've had problem uh, fights where I've died because I've picked up the wrong thing like in the heat of the moment. I'm like, I need to pick up this armor quickly, and then all of a sudden I'm swap- swapping guns out. Um, to the point where now I just don't even bother, because... Yeah, I'm going to get killed doing that. So there's no point. Yeah, um, I don't see what they've got against like death boxes. I think it works. I think it's worked fine in um, in Apex. Uh, PUBG's got death boxes. Uh, Fortnite yeah. doesn't. Fortnite spits all the shit out. Um, yeah. But it it also makes sure like it spits stuff out quite quite distinctly. Uh, it it like spreads yeah. it. This sort of just fucking flops it in a pile. And uh, it sometimes and... takes some time for it to come out. Like, I've killed people, yeah. been in a fight, like where we've dropped with another team. I'm like, I need to kill this guy to get ammo. Kill them. And then nothing happens. And it's like five seconds later, eventually their stuff comes out. I'm like, did that guy have nothing or what is going on? And that's that's another problem where like... Uh, Maybe that's one of the ways they manage the hit detection. Because it seems to have a pretty good... Um, like general hit detection even at the start of rounds you don't feel like you're uh, missing a lot of shots you should be hitting and stuff Uh, like definitely seen some warpers but that's just generally people playing on the wrong servers and stuff Uh, maybe it's doing like loot calculations after it's doing like fire rate calculation firing calculations yes And so it's like deprioritizing that shit, and that's why you're seeing loot come out late or something yeah. like that. That's that's my best theory. Um, be- because yeah, like otherwise, yeah, early early game fights do tend to turn into a shit show in a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. Um, and sometimes it'd be hard to tell whether or not somebody has been downed or if they've been killed I'm finding a lot of times like I don't understand if I've wiped a squad or if that person's like the the way the animation works is really janky like they'll go down and you're like is that person still alive or are they crawling and it takes like a decent a couple of seconds for them to get in there like oh they're actually crawling around now it doesn't seem like you can shoot them while they're in that there's like iframes going on between when they go down and when they're able to be shot again um, I yeah. could be wrong about that, but that's how I, I feel like it's happening. Uh, no, I think you're right. And then when they do die, they're stuck in the pose that they were in. Yeah. When they, and dropped, it's hard to tell if they're alive I'm or like not. They should ragdoll. Yeah, yeah, 
definitely had a couple of double takes uh, when I thought someone was still. Yeah, and on top of that, the um, going back to like the ragdolling stuff, the loot. Like if you're on a mountain and it drops loot, the physics take control, and all of a sudden the loot is at the bottom of the mountain. Like it just starts rolling down. <laughs> That's annoying. Um, but yeah, I think the loot's the biggest problem in the game at the moment the other thing i was i love the gunplay so much holy shit oh man give, give me a good fucking give me the mp40 or the suomi and they they work exactly like they work in the regular game and i have spent way too much time as a medic to be anything but a fucking smasher with those fucking guns yeah like yeah if i gotta go like i'll go a rifle as my alternative um just just so that i'm not only using smg ammo but fucking mm. um, yeah oh the tommy gun holy fuck man the amount of kills i've gone with the tommy gun that seven game seven kill game i had that was all tommy gun like 100 you just fucking play. right it's fantastic i love it um yeah yeah i was gonna say that uh the other they need to change stuff with the loot table um the amount of times i've picked up a sniper rifle i've found a sniper rifle with two scopes on it so far it took me <laughs> i think i can't remember what nate was saying the other day i think i've got nine wins under my belt or nine or ten yeah and that must have been the first game i found a sniper rifle with a scope on it like i'm finding purple snipers without scopes on them that's yeah. nuts that is pretty crazy. um it is it's a running joke in our in our group yeah. is the idea of finding a fucking shotgun you found a shotgun with a scope I can't even find a fucking sniper <laughs> rifle with a scope I thought it was broken and I think it is broken uh, yeah like yeah, I shouldn't like, be so, something's, something's going wrong there for sure and then this happens I finally find a sniper rifle with a scope it's like a purple sniper rifle um, a purple mm. sniper rifle uh, we get into a fight or we see a team like shooting another team and I'm like, all right, I've got this dude lined up. I'll ping him in the head. I ping him in the head. He doesn't drop. I'm like, fair enough. I then shoot him in the body. He's still running around. I shoot him a third time in the body and he's still alive. And I'm like, what the fuck? At that point, I just dropped a sniper rifle. I was like, fucked up. I'm not using it anymore. Like I've hit this guy in the head and then two body shots with the sniper rifle. The time to kill was way too high. I might as well just use my machine gun. I would have killed him so much quicker. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, he would have been dead. And then I have, I got a car ninety eight and did the same thing, hit a dude in the head. It probably did a lot of damage. I think it was one hundred and fifty, which is about uh, your health. But on top of that, That's you've got a- your armor, so and he yeah. didn't go down in one hit. So I was like, at the moment, sniper rifles feel a bit underpowered to me. Yeah. Um, and I don't yeah. think I should be using them at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, mainly because a lot of them are very. Uh, they're very low on ammo count, like, and especially a gun like the Car 98. If you hit someone with that, it takes, you know, it's a bolt action rifle. It takes a couple of seconds for them to reload, and by that time, sniper ammo takes up heap, heaps of space. Yeah. in your inventory, like you can't carry anywhere near as much of that as you can of almost anything else. Maybe shotgun shells, but yeah, like it takes up tons of space. They're slow to fire. They do a lot of damage, but you have to hit your shots. And, you need someone to back yeah. you up because they can just yeah, start healing again. DPS, yeah, and yeah, yeah. They're just not fast enough. You don't put enough damage downrange to outpace them just healing through because you can heal pretty fucking quickly. Yeah. Just press C, tap, easy peasy. 
Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and the uh, amount of shotguns that I find mm. is too many. Way too many. We 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 were we left at an area um, that we looted. Nate and I were playing, and I ran out of there with two shotguns because that's the only thing that was there. We eventually got to a control point, and there were all shotguns at this control point as well. I'm like, oh, all right, fair enough. Guess we're using shotguns. We ended up dying pretty soon after that because we couldn't fight anybody. We were running around with dual shotguns. Um, so yeah, I think there's some changes that need to be made to the loot table slightly, like not a huge amount. Um, for the most part, yeah. there's like a decent variety of weapons. Um, but they're the two things that I've kind of noticed that they need to fix sniper rifles and then, um, yeah, go from there. But yeah, I like, I like the objective stuff. I think it adds a unique thing that we haven't seen in other um games I, I don't know if fortnite i think fortnite's done it like they ha- they'll have objectives in their game sometimes they'll run like an event um where you've got to c- complete a task and it gives you something stupid but i like that this isn't part of like the main game you can go ar- around and yeah. do an objective is that like you said the risk reward thing um there are vehicles in the game where like these giant metal doors that you've got to open and they take a you know, quite a while to open these doors. So you, if someone starts a fight with you, you're in a bit of trouble. They make a lot of noise. Like a siren goes off when you're doing it. So you can go, you know, someone's about to get into a, a, a tank. Um, I don't know who designed the bunkers, but they need to be fixed. There's these giant poles that stick out, like these pipes that stick out on side yeah. of the walls. And you can't get fucking tanks out of them. There are some tanks that you <laughs> legitimately... Sturm tiger. Yeah, you can't get out of there. It's too fucking big. No, you can get out. You just have to have someone standing in front of you, talking you through. Oh, just left three millimeters. Yeah, they need like uh, the right two millimeters. The, like the plane <laughs> flags to, yeah, you know, go left. Um, it's so dumb. Uh, I refuse to getting tanks. I, I don't like. I mean, I've never liked tanks in Battlefield anyway. Um, yep. so I'm not a tank person. Unless we're desperately like trying to get out of an area then I'll get in a car and be like alright let's use this car but otherwise I don't want to be in a tank I'd rather shoot people with a gun um, I think it's fine having like two people in a tank and then you have um, people around it to stop yeah. to stop uh, infantry support yeah, yeah. That, I think that works fine but I'm just not interested in running around a tank in that game I think there's yeah. enough gear in it to be like uh, alright you need to have anti-tank stuff um because there's, there's not a huge amount of vehicles. Like, it's not like you're getting to the end game and everyone's in a tank yet. I mean, yeah. that, that meta could change in a couple of weeks when people start figuring stuff out. But at the moment, it's not like it's not a big yeah. deal. Um, yeah. We were in a game the other day where we managed to kill a tank and then we got to the last circle and there was a second tank and we couldn't deal with it just because we didn't have enough stuff to blow it up because we'd used it all on the other tank. Um, we were in another game where I remember we were in a game where there were two like two light like one team had two fucking light tanks. Yeah. That was tricky. That was tough to deal with. Um, we did it though. We fucking we yeah. Are. I mean, the good thing is that they've got uh, fuel each tank, so you've got to either yeah. you've got to load up with fuel, and then on top of that, um, there is ammo, uh, heavy ammo. I don't know how yeah. it works with light ammo, things like machine guns and whatnot. Um, I saw a tank with a flamethrower. I don't know if that is like another commodity you need to, or another resource that you need. I've not seen anything like that, but um, and because I've not been in a tank, I don't really know how they work. But 
yeah, there's at least some sort of ammo capacity thing going on, so you just can't sit there pinging everybody. Um, so they don't feel like super overpowered. Um, there are helicopters that I refuse to get in because Job can't fly them. I, I <laughs> They don't appear to have guns on them. It's more of a form of transportation. Um, same sort of thing as like Call of Duty Blackout, where they were yeah. used to just get from one place to another really quickly, um, which is cool. And the other, my other criticism with it is, and it seems to only be me that's affected by it at the moment, is the performance isn't very good. Uh, I thought something was wrong with the game, but it, I went back into normal Battlefield and it was running fine. It's just on this one map that my frame rate fluctuates fluctuates quite a bit between something that's high and then something that's a bit lower. I just I don't think it's um uh I don't know like optimized as well as it could be. Cause it seems like some right. people are, it's fine for, but for me, it's just that one mode that I'm struggling sometimes. You'll get into one area and it's like, well, my frame rate's tanking. Um, fair enough. <laughs> hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't have that yeah. problem, I guess. Uh, but I did have a problem where it was fucking crashing every game. So yeah, they uh, fixed that right with the drivers. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was some sort of driver conflict. I don't know. I went through a whole bunch of shit trying to fix it, but it did appear to be fixed with the drivers yeah. as well so. uh no even reconnect feature um no, oh my god why do these games come out without reconnect features the other thing is that if somebody dies in your team they don't drop their gear which is shit oh. if they disconnect yeah yeah uh which is also another problem with um the other the other side of it i've had fights and this seems to be a thing people are doing now where they'll uh they'll go down and just quit the game yeah, right. Which is fucked because I'm wasting ammo on someone. Um, there was one fight I remember where a dude we downed him in one of the buildings, and he was on the stairwell, and I yeah. downed him. But we continued fighting, and then I went looking for this guy's body, and he was like completely gone. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. So that's the thing that's happening now. But I've seen it happen in front of me, where like yeah, I down somebody, and they must just alt F4, or they just. I mean, it's not hard to quit. You press escape and press exit. And as soon as they do that, their body disappears and they, you don't get any of their Super stuff. fucking lame. Yeah. So lame. So they need to address that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially if you're having like roles where, all right, um, Job's going to play support. He's going to carry all this stuff for us. He's going to carry all our, um, you know, fuel for our tank or whatever, or be yeah. our like medic guy. Um, Job's going to carry all the anti-tank stuff and then it, he disappears and suddenly we don't have any anti-tank anymore. It's literally just deleted from the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there were games we were running the other night where I think Jai was carrying ammo for me because I couldn't carry it all. Yeah. The sniper rifle yeah. stuff. So he was like, oh, I'll take it. I'll take the ammo for you. Um, yeah. Yeah, like that sort of stuff is a bit crap. But otherwise, yeah, I really like the map. The, um, the like, the terrain, like the verticality of it. There are plenty of, like, areas that you can hide behind to um to take cover and go prone and heal yourself back up uh yeah it's a really good i think it's a really good good map um there's a lot of like variety there i mean maybe it needs a couple of more areas to sort of i don't know if that circle needs to be smaller at the start of the game um it seems like you get to it's 64 players right you get from 64 to about 24 pretty quickly and then it really starts to slow down from there like the yeah. next couple of circles. Yeah. I think the start of the game is very quick. 
and then it uh, it slows down a bit too much. Um, so I think either they need to make that circle smaller or have them, um, yeah, or they need to change like circle timings or something. Speed because it's still a long game. I think the games are going for what twenty five minutes between twenty and twenty five yeah. minutes. Yeah, twenty five minutes. Yeah. So I think it needs to be sped up uh, yeah. slightly or make the starting yeah. circle smaller. But otherwise, I really like it. I think it's great. Um, it just needs to be a different, like it needs to be a free either free free to play or a yeah. separate game because Battlefield yeah. didn't sell as well as it did anyway this year. Um, yeah. And in what six months <laughs> from now, there'll be the next Dice game. Uh, yeah. It's probably not going to be Battlefield, right? It, what it's Star Wars, I think we're hearing. Yeah. Probably another so. Battlefront or something, but I don't think it's going to be a dice game. You don't think it's going to be another dice game this year? No. Oh, okay. And I have been right with all of my predictions so far this year, so I wouldn't bet against me. But I know you love to, so yeah, go on, yeah. go on then. Uh, the other thing I don't like is the starting area. It's, I don't even deploy anymore. I just sit on the screen with my characters because it's too loud. I don't like people shooting their guns and whatnot. It's it's that it feels like it's that same problem that PUBG had where they turn the volume up super loud. Yeah, that's how I feel about that part because I can't hear anybody in our chat talking to when all that's going on. So I don't deploy anymore. Um, it takes a minute to count down from when everyone is in there. Don't need a countdown. Why is there a countdown? No. Stop the game. Yeah. Or ten, 10 seconds. Plenty of time. Go, go straight to the, the blackout bit and with the red lights and the warning and shit. Yeah, just get me the fucking game down. Yeah. Choppy chop, let's go. Uh, I liked trolling you by saying there were hidden Easter eggs and you had to shoot out certain lights. You went along with <laughs> yeah, that yeah, for yeah. quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I totally bought into it. It wasn't, you know, me just trolling you back or anything. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah I really like it I, I think uh, the comms are broken at the moment as well from what Nate was saying there's no VoIP which oh, okay. is a problem for a team based yeah. team based game uh, and we've had a little bit we've had situations where it's put us in the wrong server um, we were playing in Asian servers at one yeah. stage we were playing in uh, got my first win on the Asian servers yeah we were playing in uh, North America as well um, yeah I got oh that's well, I think we had that's like 250 we immediately backed out Oof. Um, yeah, you'd have to. That, uh, yeah, that win we got on the Asian server, uh, that felt horrible. It was so laggy. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was. Uh, you were, I think we got like four kills as a, a squad mm. and we had to aim so far, so far, far ahead. ahead of everyone. Yeah, it was. Crazy. And even though we won that game, every time we got into one of those servers afterwards, I was like, I'm not playing it. It's, <laughs> it's not, not even yeah. worth it. Um, yeah. Especially, yeah, if you get killed to the shitty circumstance. But yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, if you still got, if you like battle royale games, um, yeah. and Apex is too, um, fast, too fast, fast, too arcadey for you, then I mean, yeah. people definitely take some damage in this game, but they mm. still drop pretty quickly. Like you can, you can take people people down. You can really root people up. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's destructibility. I mean, there's. I'll put a bunch of footage in on the YouTube version but there's great moments where like there'll be people held up in houses and you just ping their house with grenades or the house. Yeah, TNT Sick. their house it's so cool yeah. um yeah it's 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 very good it's mm-hmm. uh but I, I'm 
I just don't know what's going to happen two months from now. I feel like it's going to be dead for yeah, Australia anyway. Like smaller regions. Are, yeah. I feel like it will be too. Yeah. Which sucks. That's a bummer. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. That's it. We should do some news. Let's do some news. Borderlands 3. Um, Borderlands 3. Was announced. Well, this the world's worst kept secret, but... Um, Did you... Yeah. Uh, oh, something we didn't put on here, but we can briefly talk about it. Um, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2? Yeah. Maybe we'll, let's start yeah, with that, actually. Yeah. Um, sure. Uh, they released, like, a CG trailer, or... Mm. Um, it wasn't in-game. It basically came off the screen being like, this is not in-game footage. Uh, at which stage, I was pretty disinterested. I did not yeah. care at all. Um, I'm, I was like, show me the gameplay. I want to see the gameplay. Show me those receipts. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, yep. I'm excited for them to do... Like, they're getting, it seems like, the old developers back or developers that worked on the original game um, to come in and, and work on it, things like the writing and whatnot. Uh, so yeah. I'm keen for it. I definitely liked that uh that first game yeah um yeah it's a classic yeah hopefully they'll finish this one before they put it out that'll be cool yeah. um yeah so, but uh are you getting first person vibes from it I, I know there were previews and i i read a couple and i couldn't work out whether it was a first person game or a third person game it'll be first person the original was first person the first one was first person yeah man i thought it was a third person game i think in the wrong game Maybe, maybe you are. Um, yeah, should be first person, right? Anyway, anyway you... Borderlands three announced. So yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, back to Borderlands. I I was all about this, like oh, show me the fucking gameplay, and then Borderlands released the teaser trailer, and I was so fucking amped. Like there was no gameplay in that. I thought it was a really good teaser trailer. Uh, the yeah. it's got uh, yeah. it's like a a, a grayscale um, statue. Of things within yeah. the Borderlands world, all of the statues of the people. I yeah, was pumped as shit when I saw that. Uh, I think I watched it yeah. like five times just to like go through and see all the things that were in it. Um, I thought yep. it was a very good teaser trailer. Yep. And then they released uh, another trailer, the developer trailer. Yes, today. And they there's no shortage of stuff in that one. Holy fuck, it's huge. It's a huge trailer. They show fuck tons of stuff. They go through one bit where it's just like three frames of something for like 30 seconds. It's just like three frames for three fucking huge montage of shit. Um, but yeah, guns with with uh, legs. Yeah. Genius. Genius. No idea how it will work. Uh, look like, looks like Claptrap's back. That's all that matters to me. Uh, and yeah, I don't really know what the story's going to be about or anything like that. And I'm not going to try and dig too deep into it, to be honest, because I want to like sort of experience it for the first time when I play right. it. But uh, I'm fucking pumped, man. I, I've been waiting for so long for this game. Yeah. Um, there was some. There was a leak that happened earlier on yesterday, um, which came out of yep. 4chan. Uh, and the hacker known as 4chan yeah and basically the teaser trailer kind of confirmed that that leak was uh, credible information because the characters and at least artwork that they released as well um, which were in that teaser trailer so that meant that the I guess the information could is highly possible is correct as well um, 
so they talked about sort of like the different characters and where it's set, um, how some of the mechanics work and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, that's that was all pretty much seems 100% legit. Um, seems like there's like four, there's going to be four different uh, playable characters this time yep. around. Yep. Um, but to start off with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it sounds like there's going to be some changes to the skill tree and sort of how that works. Um, there was, um, I mean, there was a, like a handsome Jack, um, Easter egg in one of the things, in one of the trailers. And I think Randy's come out and said that would they just put that in there to be assholes, um, that he is not actually in the game. Like he didn't say this on Twitter. He said this while they were showing, like digging deep into the trailer. Um, but there, apparently there's plenty of Easter eggs in there. There's like uh, there's shift codes as well hidden in the the teaser trailer that oh, people yeah. can go and, and <laughs> dump into uh, Borderlands Two, which will unlock some um, cosmetics, which is cool. Right. Cool. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm fucking so pumped. I think it's well, it is my most anticipated game this year. I think it's coming out this year. I saw EB saying 2019. Uh, they didn't announce a date for for this at all. Um, they didn't, but Christmas this year, I reckon. Yeah, and if retailers are saying this year, they've probably accidentally said that. Um, yeah, yeah uh, it sounds like there's going to be another event or some sort of reveal. Um, they've got a second date on the end of that trail, like find out more. Um, I think it was April something. April 3rd or April 4th or yeah. something. So, the same day that they released the xbox one slash ps4 versions of the original game yeah um but upscaled to 4k or whatever the fuck um yeah so more details i'm guessing yeah let's say start of november late october that's when i yeah that's my guess yeah yeah anyway um other than that they didn't really talk too much about it just the trailers um and then a bunch of other borderlandsy stuff yeah, Borderlands tabletop game. Some sort of, like, card deck builder or something? Yep. Tiny Tina related. Uh, medium Tina now, I guess. She's not that tiny anymore. And, yeah, um, Borderlands Remastered. And the the full pack, the Handsome Collection. They're doing another saddle of that or something. Hmm. Yeah. It's cool stuff. Yep. I'm, I'm pumped. Yep. Excited. All right. What else have you got? Bruce Campbell is joining Dead by Daylight. I haven't seen this. See this? Oh, it's amazing. It's the best. Uh, it's a great trailer. I put it up in our Discord. Uh, so Bruce Campbell obviously plays um, fucking What's-His-Face from the Evil Dead series. Uh, Ash. Yep. Uh, and, uh, oh, yeah, sorry, he's in Ash versus Evil Dead as well. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so he's playing looks like old ash mm-hmm. uh from the tv series uh but it's an awesome trail like it's, it's just him doing lines and being a dickhead is he the bad guy uh, no he's it looks like he's a hero he should have been a bad guy right and the monsters were the survivors that would have been fucking amazing that's my opinion right so you pick uh like pick a survivor mm-hmm. and it would correspond to one of the the killers yeah. and sounds like a lot of work yeah. <laughs> they'd have to put it i don't give a fuck 
I don't give a damn. But yeah, he's the best. Anyway, Bruce Campbell is a legend. That's all I've got to say. Watch Ash vs. Evil Dead if you haven't. Yep. It's, it's pretty great. All right. Next, Minecraft removes all references to Notch. Uh, he's still in the credits, but uh, yeah, they got rid of all the stuff that said like on the splash screen created by Notch and all that stuff. Uh, so, uh, chuck this one in here. I don't know. Sort of rubs me the wrong way. Um, he is obviously a dickhead. Uh, I don't know if you've seen his Twitter, but he's just non-stop being a fuckwit. Uh, but that doesn't mean, you know, I don't think that means you should erase his legacy. He did create Minecraft, right? Like, let's not try to take that away from him. I guess he is still in the credits. Uh, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm very, uh, mixed about this. Because I think a lot of people are like, oh yeah, get rid of him entirely from the game. And that is way too far in my opinion. Like, he definitely should still be in the credits. Let's not pretend like he never existed or whatever. But yeah, at the same time, yeah, you probably don't need a bunch of children seeing Notch and going and looking up the guy who made their favorite game on Twitter. I only see him spouting a bunch of fucking anti-transgender bullshit or white, white, sorry, alt-right bullshit. Yeah non-stop on Twitter or whatever the fuck it's probably not that helpful so it's probably a good idea from that perspective but yeah let's uh let's not go any further and remove him from the credits mm -hmm. anyway fuck notch uh but yeah just thought it was interesting sure yeah cool next up uh, and finally League of Legends Refrivals uh Riot has put a pin in the uh Pacific Refrivals uh Pacific Rift Rivals was uh, Japan, Southeast Asia versus the OPL. Mm -hmm. And I have huge problems with this. This really ticked me the fuck off. Like, they, they, they said that it didn't really, you know, it wasn't reflected in the amount of money, uh, like, that it was, it cost to put on. It, it, it still only got about the same amount of traffic as a regular uh opl mm -hmm. week and so it wasn't worth it from that perspective but that's such a fucking myopic look at like it's worth more than the bottom line the way regional esports works is like it's so much more valuable than just some clicks how many views you get because if you want your fucking game to grow mm. what you need is for the players to be able to like grow as well and so the the great thing about like admittedly japan and southeast asia and australia and the opl australia new zealand they are at tier two right maybe even tier three if you want to be a fuckhead about it but like they're tier two regions and the only right way tier two regions can grow is by getting opportunities to play against tier one regions at the first time it happens it's never terribly pretty or it's almost never pretty yeah. right like it, it's always like a bit of a stomping because they're just they're jumping into the fucking water with the big sharks right but the next time they're better and the next time they're better but better still is they go back and the quality of that region lifts alongside them like there's there's a cascading effect uh the way that this sort of like regional experience international experience works 
And the more opportunities you get, the more opportunities players get to be exposed to the way different cultures play League of Legends, uh, on stage experience, mm-hmm. all this kind of shit, right? That just doesn't fucking isn't going to happen right now. Like it's it's just gone. The only chances they'll get is whoever's going to win the gauntlet. The gauntlet kicks off this weekend um, for the OPL. Whoever wins the gauntlet will get a chance to go to the M, like the mid-season invitational thing. Um, I can never remember what the, it is the mid-season invitational. Uh, right? And they will go into a wild card draw. So one team will get like one chance to play a little bit of league uh, internationally. Whereas previously three teams in the Rift Rivals were getting like a full week where they were boot camping against a bunch of other international, the best international teams from two other regions. And those regions were getting that experience as well. It's gone mm-hmm. now. They go to the wild card. Uh, they'll probably struggle. Uh, that happens a lot. And then they'll come back and we will fail to grow as a region again. Right. Or it's not that we fail to grow as a region. We do grow as a region, but we can't outpace the growth of other regions. Mm-hmm. So it's on a treadmill, basically. It's fucked. And yeah, like I said, it's worth so much more than the fucking bottom line. And it is crazy short-sighted for Riot to look at it like that. Unless their plan is to do... Because this is what happened with Smite. Mm. If their plan is to just kill off Aussie... League of Legends, sure. then I guess that's one way to go about it. But they'd be fucking nuts too, because it's still like a mad traffic getter. So mm. yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Anyway, I think you draw a comparison of the way like Ubisoft's handled Rainbow and the way, um, yeah. like you look at the uh, Oceania region, or well, not even like Asia Pacific, I guess, uh, and yeah. the way that they've done. Uh, tournaments here locally in Australia, but also with Japan and whatnot. Um, yeah, man. And then they bring like they're some of those teams now are considered some of the top teams in the world. Uh, you know, Norango and Fnatic were two top four teams at a major tournament. Um, they they both made top eight recently at um, at the Invitational. Um, Norango yeah. went on to you know even further than that so yeah i th- and then augler speed fanatic which means that like the local scene is actually lifting to compete against fanatic right. uh nora rango was struggled against who's that other mantis yeah. they like they didn't lose but they struggled which means that that scene is also lifting like yeah rainbow six has done it really well i mean like it's staggering to see riot to it this way it's really annoying mm. yeah and it's a mad bummer uh, but yeah it's it's not just rainbow I mean you look at Counter-Strike look at the, how IEM Sydney injected uh, this region with a lot of fucking enthusiasm about Counter-Strike uh, and you know raise the raise the local profile of a team like Renegades who didn't like uh, have constantly talked to me about how they, they feel they don't get a lot of Aussie love despite being an Aussie team and like 
after IEM, they did. They started to get that love. They started to get that recognition. And yeah, it's fucking amazing for like Aussie esports to have international opportunities. This is literally just taking that away sure. because they felt like it didn't get enough views or whatever yeah. the fuck. But it's horseshit. Uh, I'm extremely disillusioned by it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Shit sucks, yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. We can wrap things up. That's it. Let's do some questions. What do we got? Dr. E3 Money. Why is Job so wrong about the division? Did the EA hype up Anthem Money also cover trashing (laughs) the division? (laughs) Did you put him up to this? I didn't even... I haven't seen this yet. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, I'm right about the division. Like I said earlier, Drew, I have been correct in all of my predictions so far this year. And I'm correct about all of my opinions on video games so far this year. It's not my fault that Luke is a little fucking hype beast who fucking loves every fucking game that these grubby little boys gets on, <laughs> right? And then he hypes you the fuck up as well. And you're like, fuck yeah, I love it. Oh, let's play to the division. And then fucking a good game comes out like Battlefield. And he's like, oh, this is terrible. Oh, it's dead in a month. Oh, fuck this shit. Oh, fucking Firestorm's dead already. Dead on arrival. Anyway, let's go play the division two. Which nobody's played in the last fucking 40 fucking 40 weeks. That's what, that's what okay. I got. Yeah. Fuck you, Drew. Um, and fuck you too, Luke. Any other questions or was that the only one? That was the only right, one. Cool. Yeah. All right. Good question. Uh, the Gap, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, all those places. Uh, if you've got some time, please uh, leave us a review or rate us on there. It helps other people find a show. You can find us on The Gap, the GA podcast, one of those. We're on there. Easy. Um, if you want to send us questions, you can email us, thegapodcast at gmail.com. You can also go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, if you want to chat in there, we've got some things going on. I haven't seen it since last night but there was a lot of Borderlands stuff in there uh, I believe yes, yes there was yeah we got some chat channels people playing games uh, a lot of seems hype. like we've had um, there's definitely been people playing Division in there I've seen the uh, last couple of days uh, we're playing some Battlefield at the moment uh, obviously Apex uh, there's still people playing Apex in there uh, I'm playing as well yep. but I've seen people jumping in there playing that and yep. uh, just general stuff so yeah Gonna have to check out Sea of Thieves again, I think. That update's not uh not till next month, I think. Oh, is it? I thought it was this weekend. Oh, is it? I thought. I keep thinking I it's like really soon and every time I see the developer yeah. update, they're still talking about <laughs> putting stuff out at some stage. What? Yeah, definitely can't jump yeah. in for that. Um they were doing a bunch play some risk of rain too. Yeah. As well. You can find us on social media, facebook.com slash gapodcast, twitter.com slash gapodcast, or you can go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got all the links to things we just talked about, including past episodes of the show. If you want to check out some of them, uh, you can go do that. It's very good. Uh, and that's all yes, thanks to our Patreon members helping us run the site. If you want to go to uh, patreon.com slash gapodcast, and it uh, helps us put on this show every week. You're awesome. We really appreciate yes. it. I think that is it. Anything you want to shout out to? Anything you want? Do you want people to smack the like button somewhere? 
Uh, yeah, go check out my Rainbow Six thing on IGN. I think it's now, yeah, it's now live. Uh, as, like, it's a big preview of Year 4, or summary of what Year 4 has to offer. Uh, you can check out the IGN podcast as well. Uh, I'm on that uh, this week. Uh, we didn't we didn't talk about a lot of games on that. Uh, too much time doing sketches with, in silly voices. Right. But they are some good sketches. They write some funny shit. Um, so, yeah, pretty entertaining. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. That's about it. What about you, Luke? Uh, you can go to Survivor.com. You can check out my uh, my review for Sekiro. Um, that is up in full now. It's got a score attached to uh, it. What score? Uh, nine. What a chump. Yep. Seven at best. Crazy. Uh, and at some stage, I mean, it's not going to be up by the time this is out, but yeah, I'm waiting for a, uh, an interview to come back from Miyazaki. Um, I don't know where that went, so oh. maybe you'll never get done, but we'll see. <laughs> well, fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. All right. And that is it. We'll be back next week. Uh, more, more Firestorm. Yeah. Um, yes. Is there anything else out this week? Not that I can think of. Risk of rain too. Yeah. Anyway. How many times do I have to say it? Okay. Just fucking get what it. What Risk of never, Rain never 2. Heard never heard of it. Unbelievable. All right. See ya. See ya.